This is the Beyond the Profi podcast, the podcast that empowers you and inspires you to seek career excellence while pursuing your passion. And I'm your host, Jasmine Haley. Hey, BTP family. This Beyond the Profi podcast episode is brought to you in part through a sponsorship from Young Dental. This episode's feature product is a varnish pen, 5% sodium fluoride varnish. It has a very thin, translucent appearance. It's all in one delivery system that allows you to be able to apply the varnish with its flared brush tip very, very quickly and very easily using one hand. It's all recyclable except for the tip. You can find out more about this product at www.youngdental.com. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Beyond the Profi podcast. We have a wonderful guest here today. I'm very excited to meet with her because she, what she particularly does in our field is something that I'm not totally aware of. And so I cannot wait to hear about her journey and hear about the service that she provides for our clinical hygienists. So I would like to welcome Debbie Densick to the Beyond the Profi podcast. Welcome. Thanks, Jasmine. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. I'm very, very excited to um, get to know you a little bit and hear about your journey. So um, if anyone has ever seen in a magazine or perhaps on the show floors at dental hygiene conferences, there's this amazing product called Cord Ease, um, which we're hoping to implement soon in the program that I'm working at. Um, we've actually talked about it, and I know that it would be very beneficial to students to be able to have some assistance with that cord, that cord that drives us crazy when we're working with our patients. So what led you to going in this direction? Tell us a little bit about your journey and um, what your journey has been like specifically as a practicing dental hygienist and now providing a solution for so many professionals who have dealt with the issues with our, our cords while we're working. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I honestly have not, I have like a part-time deal with, with clinical hygiene. Um, Clinic was always my favorite part of school, and I always felt very comfortable in there. Um, but I al always knew that it would be kind of a means to an end for me um, in the back of my mind. I'm very, um, everything I do, I, I always look about how I can make it better, how I can make it different. And so when I was in clinic, I was, I was doing that same thing. And some of the instructors liked it and some of them couldn't stand it. But <laughs> um, I was always looking for ways of improvement. So um, I, that kind of trickled into um, my clinical work as a hygienist. And I do love working with patients. Um, but again, I never saw that as a full-time thing for me. Um, but when I was in practice and I was uh, doing patient care, I always migrated to the ultrasonic scaler was, you know, one of, still today is my favorite tool. And so, um, but having the cord 
was always, it was cumbersome. It was always an issue. And I felt as though I couldn't adapt the tool the way that I needed to in order to be effective with it. And so I kind of applied the same rules of um, fulcrum that we learn in school with regard to hand instruments to cordies and felt that the wrist would be the better option of being able to take the weight off of the hand. So that's where I started and um, just put one foot in front of the other. I found myself at Michael's getting stuff for prototypes and just started playing around with the design a little bit. Um, and yeah, so it really was out of necessity that I made cordies because, um, and when I found, what I found was after I did start using the prototypes in practice, that I was more efficient with the tool as hoped. And also it kind of, it, it gave me a better opportunity to give my patients better care because I was more effective with the tool, but also it cut my scaling time down, which I, it was kind of just a, it was a um, added bonus. I wasn't expecting that, but um, it actually, you know, um, made me stay on time a little bit more and, and time management wasn't such an issue for me. Um, but, you know, that said, the obvious part of Cordy's and, and the focuses, um, again, students is, you know, I think because it takes us so much longer when we're learning to do things. Um, I, and I think, uh, you know, when you're in school, you're constantly being told to sit up properly and ergonomics is a big issue. Um, but there's not a whole lot of tools to help us. I mean, there are some with the loops and certain chairs and things like that. Um, and now with Cordy's, um, but, you know, again, we were always told that how important it was for us to be comfortable and ergonomically sound, but there's not a whole lot out there for us. So Cordy's was just one of those things and is one of those things now that um, students can use and, and clinicians that have been practicing for a very long time will enjoy it and, and reap the benefits as well. It just really takes the weight off of, and it makes you feel as though you're cordless, but you still have all the power um, that you have for the with the corded instrument. So yeah, um, it's just one of those solutions that uh, it's kind of like a, I always get the reaction at trade shows. It's like, why didn't I think of that kind of thing? <laughs> well, I tell you like every time, cause I've seen your booth when I, we were in Chicago yeah. and then I saw your booth. Um, so that was RDH in Chicago. And then I saw your booth. I missed you then. And then I saw your booth in uh this year oh i love your display by the way no um, thanks I, I mean and it was like packed i mean yeah. packed with hygienists <laughs> well, so yeah. that was awesome that the response has been wonderful from other hygienists really the support i'm getting from hygienists is so well it's motivating for me because it's one thing to have an idea and say yeah you know this works for me i like it and it's another thing to kind of put it into action, get the product made, put it on market and have other people enjoy it as well. So for me, the feedback that I get and the initial response I get from doing the face-to-face -face type marketing with trade shows is invaluable because um, I get to meet awesome hygienists, number one. And number two, it's like, it really sells itself. So when they, that's why our booth is just, we just have a good time and it's just so relaxed. Um, and people come up and as soon as they put the, you know, we have a demonstration cord as soon as they um, do what they normally do with the, a lot of it's pinky finger holding. 
that's the way I learned, I know. Um, that's the way I did it. <laughs> yeah, I think they're still teaching that, which I'm definitely trying to change because there's really no need to do that at this point. So, but when they, when they do what they, you know, the hygienists take it and I tell them to, you know, show me how they normally manage their cord and they, again, always put it in the pinky finger and then um, I say, okay, and I'll take it off of there and I slide the cord into cordies and, and just the, the, the immediate reaction is just, it's fun. It's fun to watch because it's just really sells itself. And um, I also have people, this, this time was really fun for Under One Roof because I had people coming to me to tell me about their experience with it and how much it's helped them. Oh, um, yeah, so we had a bunch of Cordy's fans coming by just to just to say hey and and thanks. So that was that was just special. I loved it. That is, that really is, because you know, a lot of people when they look at businesses or RDH owned businesses, they see, you know the face of it and you know how everything looks great but they don't really see the blood sweat and tears in the background and a lot of times when we hear from our our patients or our clients or whatever our students depending on where you are um, in our profession when you hear that sense of appreciation from others it gives you that that rejuvenation i guess or that push to keep going in the direction that you're going because there's sometimes that you're questioning like oh can i continue to do this this is it's it can be exhausting it can be exhausting and it, and i can't even imagine what it's like when you're developing a new product yeah it definitely takes uh, you know you wake up some days and you feel like a rock star and other days you wake up and you go what am i doing <laughs> why am i doing this and um but yeah, it definitely helps to get that um, support and encouragement from the people that you're making the product for. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it, and hygienists are an awesome group of people. I mean, they're very, um, the more I meet, they're just a very uh, eclectic group, but very entrepreneurialish. I mean, I don't know if that's a word. I'll just make that up. But um, <laughs> we're going to add it to the dictionary. You guys approved. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they're just creative and they have their own ideas. So they come up to me and they'll be like, gosh, you know, I've got this, this idea I was hoping to do. And so um, they're looking to me for kind of guidance on, on the product development, which, you know, at this point, like I'm still new and I'm still getting, still learning a lot about, the, you know, the, the business of it. Um, but, and I always tell them, I'm like, if it's in your heart and it's in your head, it's there for a reason. So just go for it. And that's really what I kept telling myself down the road. And like, this was placed in my life for a reason. And I need to keep uh, going forward and see it through. I love it. I love the fact that you mentioned that. Cause that's exactly what I was going to ask you next. Next is like, you know, the biggest thing that I hear from other hygienists when they're trying to build their career or they're trying to do something outside of the box, like it's it's a hardest it's very hard to keep pushing forward against any self-doubt or fear that may come in and so that was going to be my my um next question to you because it's really the fear of unknown that keeps many people um in that comfort zone and they don't push forward and they don't really try different things that typically we're not really trained to do like we're not given business instructions or 
instructions on how to develop your own product in dental hygiene school or how to have your own business or even to understand the business of clinical hygiene. We're not fully equipped with that. And so um, I love the fact that you just said, if it's in your heart, if you feel it there and you feel that is your purpose, just go for it. And sometimes you don't have all of the answers. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I certainly don't. I mean, um, but there again, I think, you know, if it's placed in your life, you're going to have the tools to see it through. You just will. And you have to, and there's always going to be people that want to bring you down. There's always going to be, um, you know, and that was honestly the hardest point um, I had was because I had, you know, developed this over a length of time. This isn't something that came about, you know, in a week's time. So I had to keep things very quiet before I got my patent and all of those things. There are a lot of things that happen before you actually go to market with your product. Mm -hmm. um, and the hardest part was pulling the trigger and kind of just putting it out there after having it be such a secret and keeping things um, to myself. Very, very few people, I can count on two fingers how many people actually knew what I was doing while I was doing it um, through my R&D process. But letting it go and letting it go out into the universe and start marketing it was the hardest part um, because you, you know, you, you, you've got, you're hoping that people are going to, it's going to be well received. And for me, it was, I wanted value. I wanted to have a valuable, beneficial product out there. I wasn't just going out to sell wristbands and I'm still not. I'm going to change the industry standard on scaling and how you work with corded hand pieces. And that's going to start in the schools. It's going to start in the ground floor. It's not just a product. I'm trying to change the way people have done things for a very long time. So it's work in progress. It's just going to be. And there's always going to be those people that look at it and go, well, it's just this cute little trinket or want to say something negative about what you're doing in your efforts. But um, just like anything else, you just can't let it get under your skin and you can't let it get to you because um, it's really fun to prove people wrong too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I'm a Beyonce fan. So the first, as soon as you said that, all I heard of was the ver ver um, verse that she says, the best revenge is your paper. Um, yeah. Because it's, it's true. I mean, you're going to have that. And I love the fact that, you know, even though you, in that process, you could not tell a lot of people, you still had a few that you could trust, which are just in two hand and two fingers, but you still, it's, I think it's important for us to understand that even, yes, you will have naysayers, but you also need that supportive system to be able to continue on, um, when you are on a road of the unknown. Like for me, I have my friends who are just my personal friends, but I also have those who I call upon when it comes to business related things, because it is, it can be very lonely. Mm -hmm. and, um, it can be very, I mean, well, it's just an uncertain path that you're going. Like you can't see 12 feet in front of you. You're not going to see that far in front of you, maybe a couple of inches in front of you. And that's the scary thing with, with business. You have to, there's a lot of risks that you have to take. Um, and it's important for you to have a support system during that. Definitely. And, you know, and that kind of just goes, I mean, it goes with product development. It goes with, uh, it goes along with doing something that's never been done before or going into, um, 
an industry or trying to change things that have been kind of gold standard status quo kind of stuff over a long period of time um, or going against the grain or however you want to frame it. There's a lot of fear that goes with that, but that's where all the good stuff happens. You know, I mean, at this point in my life, I realized that when you get that feeling, when you get that feeling like, Oh, I'm so scared, but I'm doing it. I'm going to do this. You know, yeah. that's when all the good stuff happens. And so I encourage people just to go for it. I mean, it's, it's such a simple thing to say, but, but underneath it all, it, it really is that simple. If you think about it, it doesn't have to be like, I mean, you could go into a business and, you know, I did things, you know, not the traditional way. You know, I, I spoke with people in the beginning that have their MBAs and they're, you know, they've got all these credentials and they're like, well, you got to do data analysis and you've got to do market research and da, 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 da. I did none of that. I did none of that. And because I was going to be, I am the user of my own product. I'm RDH. So I, I knew, and I'm picky one at that, you know. <laughs> so I said, yeah, we're so type A, right? So I said, if I like it, most people will, I hope most, most hygienists will like it as well. But um, yeah, I, it, I did none of that. I did none of the traditional, because it could have, you know, in my mind, I was thinking, well, gosh, that's going to take 10 years before I get this thing off the ground with all this. And in the meantime, you're losing opportunity, you're losing steam, um, yes. you know, just personal contributions and waking up and being, you know, saying this is going to be a productive day for me. Um, and so I, I, so I just did, I went with my gut and I, and I did, I just put one foot in front of the other, just like anything else you do in life and um, pray and hope for the best. Yeah. I mean, I was just, I had a, I did another podcast interview and we were cracking up because, you know, yes, I did create a business plan, but I, they tell you, you're supposed to have um, all of these certain steps aligned. Well, I didn't do it that way. I sort of just went with my gut and said, okay, boom, I'll do this. And I kind of let it evolve on its own. But I also had, I also have a, um, my husband who was willing to support me through that process. Not everyone has that. And so there isn't some people, especially dental hygienists, um, and those who are type A like myself, um, they, you tend to want to have like a step-by-step -step manual. Okay. You got to do this and you got to do that and you got to do this and you got to do that. But there are some things, steps that are necessary to help you be successful, but there's also a lot of it that's unknown. And you just, like you said, you have to just take that first step and then keep slowly moving forward and trust your gut. No mm -hmm. one ever really talks about trusting your instinct, um, at all when it comes to making decisions. Um, for a business yeah well, we all have it right it's 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 in us and it's there for a reason it's a guide for life so if you you know you, you've got to just trust in that and you've got to get out of your own way too I found that there's so many times at least this is just coming from personal experience um, but I, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people struggle with being successful and it sounds silly but <laughs> You know, we, we make up, we make up th this dialogue in our heads about all the reasons why we can't do what is in our heart to do and question uh, ourselves every step of the way. And, you know, for me, I just really had to put that aside and say, you know what, that's not going to serve me in this particular moment in time. So I'm not going to give that any attention.
And it's, it's got to be a conscious decision to do that and put that aside because certainly when all the outside influence starts coming at you, that could be the end of what you're doing. I mean, that could, that could completely kill any, any hope that you have for going forward with, with whatever your project is or your business or your invention or whatever it may be. Or your career change or an office change, anything. It could be little, it could be huge, but you've got to get out of your own way and just know that, um, you know, again, I just keep coming back to if it's there, for, if it's in you for a reason, you have all the skills already. You just got to dig deep and go bring them out. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, all right. So um, one of the questions I definitely needed to ask you is in your in your experience, what would you say would be the first step to consider as a dental hygienist is interested in creating their own product? The first step is, um, you know, again, I think is just to identify what that is that you want. You know, um, if you, it's, it's hard for me because mine was very specific, like, okay, this cord's driving me nuts. And in that moment in time, I'm like, okay, I'm doing something about that. And I had a focus and I moved in that direction. So if that happens, I would just say, you know, keep going in and just, you know, we're educated people. We're, we're creative and smart and just go for it. You know, go, go to the store and kind of do your own R&D. Poke around. Be creative with your approach on how you develop it. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, if, if you do need some type of framework, there's tons of things. Um, small business associations that are local can help you. There's a lot of stuff on the internet. And obviously a lot of it's just, you know, stuff you don't want to get involved in. But, it, but there, is, there are good resources out there if you want to do the business plan, if you want to have a nice framework and you want to have a step-by-step -step way of going forward, then that's out there too. But I feel like if you have that concept or the dream of what or the vision of what that is that you that you're thinking about or even it um, you know kind of like the the general idea of what problem you want to solve then you just take that and for me it's I and I still have this to this day I do one thing towards my goal which is, you know, obviously a successful business, but also beneficial and quality products. I do one thing every day and it doesn't matter if it's a simple phone call or an email or I wake up and I'm rocking the world and I do a whole bunch of things, but I never let a day go without keep going in the direction of where I want to be. And so, um, yeah, there's just a lot to it, but at the same time, like I said before, it's very simple. You just have to keep moving in the direction that you want to go. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. <laughs> um, and I tell you, like, I, I talk about this, um, about having a clear mission and also vision for where you want to see your career or whatever it is that you're trying to pursue. When you understand that, then you're able to be more intentional with each step that you take. So I love the fact that you mentioned like having a goal every single day and, and making sure that it fits that, that framework that you have in your mind of what you're trying to accomplish. And that's certainly what I do. Every si single person that's successful, like I have, 
I am a techie person, but I also like to write things down. I actually write what my intention is for that day. And I keep that focus throughout the day so that I am productive. There is no way that you're able to handle, especially as women, I hate to leave out the guy genus out there, but especially with women who are raising children, who may have a, uh, a spouse and have a family they have to run. And you also have your, your work. And then you may be also building a business. It's a lot of plates to juggle. And so it's very important for you to set your attention for each day from the very, very beginning um, so that you can stay on track. Absolutely. And, you know, there's so many hygienists out there that have really unique ideas. And, you know, some of them share it with me and others just say, well, I can't tell you, which is cool. I love that, you know, keep it on the wraps. It's fine. And I hope they come up with the next big thing. Um, but it, it's just, there's so much in it's certainly in dentistry that can be approved upon. There's, and the, you know, and the thing that trade shows just highlight for me is that there, when, when I came up with Cordy's and it's by a hygienist for hygienists, mm -hmm. um, that carried a lot of weight, you know, because there's not a whole lot of tools and new products available for specifically designed for hygienists. Mm -hmm. It's, there's a lot for dentists, um, but not for us. So it, you know, it, it's a, it was a, just a really, um, it was, it's just warms my heart to know that, you know, that part, that aspect of it is appreciated. Um, and it keeps me going forward. I've got other products that I'm, I think, I don't know if I told, mentioned this to you, Jasmine, but I have the high-low now, which is also, um, it's just an attachment for Cordy's. But I'm, I'm, I'm listening to all the hygienists. I'm listening to their feedback. I'm taking what they are telling me um, on site at these trade shows or if they email me. I'm taking all that in and I'm trying to continue to develop things that are going to make their jobs more comfortable and more efficient. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, Debbie. All right. Here's my last question for you. I hate that it's ending already. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is fun. I love it. I know. Okay. Here's the next question. What was the best career advice you've ever been given? Oh my goodness. Wow. Oh, that's a hard one, Jasmine. <laughs> hmm. Uh, the best career advice. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, uh, what I can tell you is there, there's been a couple of people. I don't know if there's one particular um, piece of advice necessarily, but there have been a lot of people during school and even through now that I'm doing Cordy's that have supported me and, and mentored me and helped me out quite a bit. Um, and I'm not going to mention names, but there are, there are a few um, in particular that pushed me, encouraged me along the way, whether it was um, getting through hygiene, uh, the hygiene program or continuing um, to develop my product, that whether it was just a simple phone call or, you know, just a smile <laughs> and a you know, kind of don't give up, keep going, you know, type of um, communication, it just helps. And we're saying stuff about support earlier, but 
it's just so true. You have to have people behind you that believe in you, um, that lift you up in those times that you need it. And so whether that comes by way of, you know, some statement or comment that kind of just resonates with you and pushes you through, or it's the little daily things, um, or just a random way of reaching out to say, hey, you're doing a good job, keep it up, is, uh, it's really invaluable and it's, and it's very special. So I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> Whether or not it did, I just loved it. Um, <laughs> because I, uh, I joined a um, initiative called 100 Hearts Project and you commit to and you dedicate uh, writing 100 cards of appreciation. Mm. And it's beautiful because the lady who is the artist behind it all, each of the designs that she creates are specifically for women who have imp impacted her. Or not women, but just specifically people just in general who have impacted her and she's showing appreciation for them. That's and awesome. As you were talking, I just thought about the cards of appreciation I would receive. And like I, I just received an award and someone sent me a back scratcher that was saying that they were giving me a pat on my back. That is and, so cute. Isn't that so cute? Um, yeah. And just receiving cards like that from hygienists who you don't even think that they would think that of you. And they really yeah. time out to express that for you. I mean, it just means the world. It really does. And I love the fact that you mentioned that. So I, I, I when I hear you say that, it just reaffirms to me that the practice of gratitude is really something for our community as a whole, not just for us personally, but it just makes it, it just makes it wonderful to be a part of our community. I don't know what's wrong with that, but that's where I'm, that's how I'm feeling. <laughs> I, I love that. And I'm sure you do because you know, um, you, you have a really big uh, loyal following and it's for a reason, you know, you, you are, inspiration to people and um just for the short time that i've spoken with you I, you know i i really appreciate your your um your leadership in the industry and we we need to have that you know we need to have those people no one knows everything right we're all kind of in it together but having the experience and then coupling that with um you know having that sense of gratitude like you spoke about and the desire to share your experiences and your support with other people in the industry is is huge and it, we're going to need that more than ever going forward because everything's changing so quickly um but you know it, as it pertains to me and Cordy's I just wanted to put something out there um and make it a positive experience for people um and even though it's a simple product, I think it solves a big problem. And, you know, I want, and there's, you know, I won't go into all the specifics of it, but there's a lot of reasons why a lot of hygienists can't keep practicing and doing what they love. Um, the physical demands of this job it, are just crazy. And so the statistics are, you know, eight out of 10 people suffer for some type of musculoskeletal disorder or pain associated with that. And that really hasn't changed over the years. So, um, you know, again, my goal was to try and change the industry standard and trying to make a positive impact on the industry and the people within it. So um, in my small way, I hope I'm doing that. <laughs>
Well, I think you are. And I'm just, I feel so honored to actually have you um, on the show. You know, when I first saw your picture, I'm like, oh man, look at this gorgeous lady. Ah, and you're, you're, a little, you're a little intimidating. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I have to tell you that, yes. Exactly. But <laughs> to hear your why, to hear, not that you have said anything, just like, oh my gosh, that's mm. Debbie. Debbie Cordy's is what I was calling you. Debbie um, so, <laughs> so I um, I just it's wonderful to get to know you on this level, to hear your why. I feel like it gives me a great appreciation of just hygiene in general, and I just I hope that everyone that's listening will find some way to support what you're doing, um, and of course, Beyond the Profi will continue to support you. So, let us know how we can find out more about the Cordy's and um, how they can purchase it. Thanks so much, Jasmine. Yeah, so um, I loved being a part of this podcast. It's, it's been so much fun, thank you. I'm very chill, I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so everybody can go on. It, well, I do two things, I sell direct and I also sell through select distributors, dental distributors. So um, you can go the easiest way probably, which is to go on cordes.com, C-O-R-D-E-Z-E.com and um, there's testimonials there there's instructional videos there and then they can order directly okay awesome so we definitely will put that in the show notes so that people will have an easy access to that but i can't thank you enough um for coming on the show today thank you again and i want to mention too because schools i think are going to be key in in, in trying to um going forward um, kind of put a dent in this statistic of people that are in pain as they do their clinical hygiene. Um, if the schools are interested in implementing Cordy's or any of its products into their program, they can email me direct. And my email address is deb, D-E-B, at Cordy's.com. And I do have pricing and samples available for any program that is interested in doing that. Woohoo! Yes. Yeah. I was just talking about that with our clinical coordinator, um, and that is definitely something that we want to implement. I mean, it starts in the schools. It really does start there. Has to, yeah. Yeah, it really does. Uh, if we really want to see the change that that um, is necessary, so that we can stay healthy. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Deb. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks, Jasmine. I had a great time. Thank you so much. Me too. Me too. Bye bye. Have a great day. Bye bye.